Hey everyone, what's up? Happy Wednesday. How you doing, guys? Good morning. Good evening. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, happy midnight. You know, maybe one of you, maybe one of you guys are listening right now, and it's midnight. That would be cool. Anyway, what's up? This is Dylan Paladino. This is my podcast. We are all psychos. You already know that. And if you're brand new, welcome. How you doing? I'm so happy to have you here. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, and you know what? Also, I'm gonna say this right now in the beginning. You better leave a review and rate this bitch five stars. Okay. People have been doing that, and you guys have been keeping the cause going, but we got to push, okay? Some people need to be told multiple times to do the right thing, you know? Anyway, um, today we have the very funny Wendy Starling. She's got a bunch of podcasts. She's got a new one, I Love You, Please Stop, which is great, which I think I'm going to do very soon. Excited about that one. She's got another one called Pussy Fart Gang, which is honestly one of the best titles I've heard in a long time and the best title for queefing too. put like I mean if you're gonna be confident about queefing just be like yeah sorry I just got initiated into the pussy farking really tight she also has a great show in New York City called glamour puss okay check it out come to the April one because I'm on it April 17th okay and follow her on Twitter at Wendy Starling and on Instagram at Dylan. You didn't open your Instagram, even though you knew you were going to be recording this because you are spontaneous. Wendy Bird 82 W E N D I. And we talk about it in the show too, but just letting you guys know. And that's it, man. All right. What a quick little intro because we're just going to get into the show. Because that's what you want. That's what I want. It's what we all want. Okay? You can hear more of me every Sunday where I, you know, talking to this mic for 45 minutes alone and talk about, honestly, who knows what. Because I don't most of the time. I forget about what I'm talking about and what I said. And then people remind me and I go, oh, I can't believe I said that. Anyway, have a good day. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Without further ado, hear the words you love to hear. Please welcome Wendy Starling. Are you crazy? We are all psychos. With Dylan Paladino. Alright. So tell me about the, <laughs> what is it, your uh moisturizer? Well, it's not mine. I'm returning it. Okay, yeah. I do not claim this. So hold on, wait. You can you return a moisturizer after you use it? Oh yeah. Oh. Big time. Is wait, is that like your thing or no no no, this is not my thing. I'm actually uh-huh. this is the opposite of my thing. I normally okay. just suck it up and go, I guess I'll just fucking do it. I guess it. I have it, yeah. And well, but here's the I used to work for Whole Foods in the whole body department. Okay. Which is skincare and supplements. I remember that. That's why your skin has always been great. Thanks. Skincare, you can, mm-hmm. it, that's easy to return because you can be like, I got a rash or I whatever. Oh, okay. You just give them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So but they're you, like, you look flawless. You're like, well, that's. It's because I didn't put this all over my face. <laughs> yeah, I did it once and it fucked me up. It's like, yeah, my skin looks good because I'm not wearing this shitty moisturizer yeah. that I bought. Well, to be fair, I did not. So I got it um, from a drugstore. Uh huh. 
But Bliss. CVS or something like that? Uh-huh. Duan Riade? Yeah, okay. Duan Riade. What, which is what I first called it when I moved to New York City. Fuck. Where did you move here from? LA. Oh, that's right. But I was born here, but I came and I said Duan Riade. Like, I actually said Duan Riade, which thinking back now, what was wrong with me to even think that that was the right thing to do? And my dad was like... It's Dwayne Reed, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> Dwan Rayada, I've never heard that. And I'm like, did from I LA. think I was the 16th century prince? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or did you think you were like ordering off of um, a Oaxacan menu and you're just like, we gotta, print- we gotta hit all we have the vowels to show them we respect their culture, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna say Oaxacan sauce. Platinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plat- yeah I'm saying I'm I'm doing the thing where like you, you platanos. You say it and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Just, right. Just say plantains, dude. Right. Yeah. Please. Anyway, do I- it takes you five minutes. You're like, we beans. Don't try to pronounce frijoles. And even frijoles. I. But I bought this uh, moisturizer and it said explosion, and I was like, okay. ooh, I thought like, this will be sexy, like sexy, yeah, like a super moisturizing. Mm-hmm. But I got it, and it's not hyper moisturizing. What it is. Is it's got and I I I put it. It feels like uh, pink mermaid scales. It almost feels like a pink tint. Oh, it's tinted. It's almost like a tinted glitter. So it's supposed to oh, give no. you like oh, when you turn, That's it's good strip light. cup vibes, dude. Yeah, yeah, I put it on and I'm like, it makes my skin look like the pretty filter on Instagram. Oh, dude, I hate it when people do that. And I was like, it looks weird in real life. Yeah, you're like you're filtered twenty four seven. Yeah, and it's not a moisturizer because my skin felt dry, and it, I could feel it kind of so peeling off. Was it off. just like uh, some weird salve that you put on? And- yeah, with a little bit of glitter because it's supposed to be like. And here's a tip, everybody listening. Uh-huh. My skin, I get compliments on my skin a lot. Yeah, I just gave you one. Thank you. Yes. And I look tired. You know what it is? And you, would you say I look tired? I look. T- I feel like I've bags are my eyes, but my skin looks great. And that's and it's not. I don't have Botox. What uh-huh. it is is coconut oil and shea butter. It's very simple. It's is the most it? okay. simple, the cheapest ingredients. I thought you were going to say Coke. I was like, maybe. Yeah. Okay. That too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. Definitely helps. Well, you have to. Uh-huh. We well, have to find a balance. So the cocaine you makes do. you so broke for sure that you're like, what food products can I can smear I on my face? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> coconut oil. Yeah. And the, yeah. <laughs> and the Coke cheap. makes you obsessed with your skin. So then you go on Reddit for three hours. And go to skincare addict and figure out exactly what you need. Right. Cocaine gives you the energy mm-hmm. to find the perfect skincare program for you. Yeah. For your specific needs. So guys, if you're gonna do Coke, don't do it a lot, <laughs> but do it when you're by a computer so you can research. Correct. Wow. <laughs> okay, but so you the skin, you don't look tired. You look yeah, you look Oh, thanks, Mike. Do you think you're gonna get Botox at some point? Have uh, you thought about it? Um so I had it once, but I had it a while ago, and it goes away after because it's just four botulism months. in your forehead, right? right? Which is wild that you just <laughs> inject a disease in your head. Yeah. And it just worked. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what's the other option? Be unloved. Be- <laughs> Walk around and be unloved. Have Hollywood forget about you. What's the other option? <laughs> Have someone think I might be over 30? <laughs> Dylan, get real. Get real. There, we cannot have that, all right? To be fair, I could walk around with like no wrinkles and just mm-hmm. with like a baby bonnet on and like a little You're right. sucky, binky, yeah. sucky toy. Exactly. And the second I open my mouth, they're like, that's a 72 year old. Exactly. Man. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the gravelly and the voice. Through, been through a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah just exactly. the voice. Yeah, oh, yeah, the voice. Yeah, I don't know. I Everyone, like, a lot of people doing, I think people are doing Botox at, in like their mid 20s. Well, that's what, um, I was told when I was like, oh, man, I might get Botox. Mm-hmm. And my, I had friends, people that we both know, a lot mm-hmm. of people, especially in our industry. Yeah. Who they're like, oh, well, you're supposed to start getting it in your late 20s so that it's preventative so that you can't move your face so that you don't get wrinkles. But I don't understand why comedians would do it because 
when we're doing stuff on stage, your face has to move because it usually makes it funnier when you express emotions. Correct. Funnier and less creepy because it feels more like there's a person as opposed to it's some... It's very weird when someone's forehead doesn't move. Uh-huh. Yeah. When their forehead doesn't move and there's a certain look, and I get it. Like, when I had Botox, I got it my forehead just to mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, try it out, you know? Yeah. Do it anywhere. And I, I got it. Put it on my balls, like yeah. Dave Chappelle said. Yeah. <laughs> my tits haven't moved in years. <laughs> <laughs> They've been Botoxed <laughs> up. Like... My and you put and for the first few days you don't really feel anything and mm. then after two or three days you feel it tighten. Oh, really? And I went to like move my eyebrows and I was like, oh, I can't move my face. Oh, you couldn't move your eyebrows? No, because you can't move your forehead muscles. It paralyzes your muscles. It paralyzes the top yes. of your face. And so it is a strange thing because, but I will say it did work in reverse because the expressions you make when you're frustrated or mad when mm-hmm. you. You can't make those faces, so I felt myself being less angry because I'm like, I can't fully go oh, there. because you can't feel it. Because a lot of times, if you if you move your muscles in that way, it'll tell your brain to feel a certain way. Like, if you frown, you'll just get sad. Right. Oh, shit, so you couldn't get as mad as much. Yeah. Not Wait, that I get, so not that I guys get should be getting their girls' Botox all the time yes. to control them. <laughs> no, yeah, it's to control their emotions. <laughs> the patriarchy created Botox. Well, fucking no shit they did. Yeah, honestly, I mean, that's actually not even a joke. Like, that, that was a joke off of that, but they actually did create it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. that was a joke, but as soon as I said it, I was like, I was like, wait, that's real. You're like, wow, we are so smart. Yeah, God, men guys. Men are men. killing it. Yep. <laughs> Always want to have girls with no creases in their forehead. I don't know. It's like. Right. They look younger. They're less pissed. I just, I don't like it when, like, you know, young girls, look, they're hot, all right? That's fine. Right. But also, when they're hot because they're 22 and they look 22. Correct. If you're 37, but I see you trying to not look 37, I'm like, what? No, I, I want, I'm, I'm trying to hook up with a, thir- like, I right. find it attractive, but like for whatever, it's Hollywood and what, and that's maybe not just me, other people, whatever. Some guys are more shallow, but it's like, dude, when I see someone trying not to be their age, you go, just accept, you know? Right. It looks creepy. And I feel like I do have to say, I feel like this is, you're like subtweeting the scrunchie that I'm wearing <laughs> as a 38-year-old. And I do have a leopard print scrunchie in my hair. <laughs> they see it. Dude, I like the it's scrunchie. It's like a Bam Bam ponytail. The scrunchie is nice. This is the oh, lo- you do. You are little Bam Bam. This yeah. is the longest my hair has been in 10 years. Yeah, because uh, for people listening that don't know, at one point she shaves it all off, right? Uh-huh. Which was, I didn't see you at that point. I've done that twice. Yeah. Shaved it twice. And why have I not seen you at either point? Not sure. Yeah. Maybe I only see you when you're at better points in your life for some reason. Right. You see me a few months after a full yes, psychotic break. A full break. Uh-huh. But you rocked the you rocked the shaved head look, mm-hmm. right? And But now you're going to, you know, Bam Bam, like, mature Bam Bam, which I'm, you know, I'm with it. Yeah, the I love it. The scrunchie is good. I like the scrunchie. Thank you. You know what it is? It's like, I'm relaxed. I'm... I'm chill, but also I'm respectful enough to keep my hair out of my face so I can talk to you. Yes. You know? Well, and I love a scrunchie because like, uh, because when I was a kid, these were really popular. So the 90s fashion that's coming back. You're right, yeah. Because in the 90s, I was in junior high and high school in the 90s. Mm, yeah. So all this shit, I'm like, this is my fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me these scrunchies. There's also like Jenko jeans and shit were back then, right? Yeah, well, I'm not going to wear those. The, yeah, of course not. Chokers. There's also chokers. Ugh. Chokers are hot. I love don't know em. why I like, like a them. velvet choker. Dude, yeah. When a girl wears a choker, I go, we need to hook up. And <laughs> she's probably great giving a head, honestly. Right. 
Well, depending on how tight the choker is. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will say, though, um, if I was with a girl and she went to go put her hair up and she's the scrunchie, I don't know if I'd be like, I'd be like, get a get the little, what are they called? It's the, the right hair, hair ties. Hair. Get the yeah. hair ties. The scrunchie. I don't, know, I don't know if I want Bam Bam vibes when right. I'm getting head from a girl. You don't want the feeling that you're like, are you're you like, also chewing gum? Yeah. Oh, you're my dick? God. I'm, are you going to open your mouth and have braces on? Right. Oh, Just man. like a valley girl. Oh. But I love a scrunchie. No. It's soft. It it's doesn't great. tear the hair. Uh, it doesn't. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's respect- yeah, because you also got good hair. Damn. That's yeah, nice. I'm trying not to color my hair. I'm really trying to get pull it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now's the perfect time. Yeah. Like you said. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because for the, t- the 20s, maybe weren't pulled together as much. No, even the maybe. first half of my 30s. Yeah. It's been like the last year that I'm like, okay, fucking get it together. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't even, can't even remember the last time I like talked to you for more than, it was probably we did this podcast like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you were doing jammers and um, I would randomly see you around New York and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Well, that was the last right. time that I talked to you in person. It's going to be so fun for the listeners because we already oh, yeah, know what's coming. And oh, yeah. We, we know what's and, and we both are excited to talk about this it. This is going to be so <laughs> funny. This is going to be fun for the listeners. Um, uh-huh. But it's fun because we have like a secret. And so we're just exactly. like, let's yeah. talk about how do Botox. we tease it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, do we, <laughs> how do we get there? <laughs> and we get that thing out and then so much more is going to happen. Right. Well, the last time that I saw you, it was a few years ago, and I, in between then, I mm-hmm. took a year off of drinking. Great. Because my my life was, it was, I was deep into, I had two different sugar daddies where mm-hmm. I was being shuttled around in Ubers constantly, like for yeah, free. Yeah, your life was like, because this was right when um, you wrote an article, what, what, uh, what website was it? Women's Health. Women's Health, mm-hmm. about like... What was the article called? Just so people can read well, it. Well, first of all, I didn't title it, but I think it said, I love dating sugar daddies, and here's why. Which yeah, is, which is a horrible clickbait, clickbaity title. Not but my title. No. no but but the, great article. Yes. And at first you were going to release it anonymous, anonymously, but then you decided, no, nah, fuck it. Right. Well, my sugar daddy, the guy I was dating at the mm-hmm. time, I asked him, because he was dating other women, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, because we go out publicly, yeah. how do you feel about this? And he was like, put it under your name. I think it's great. You're great. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. What a guy. Um, and well, part of why he's so great is because he was doing cocaine nonstop. And um, then <laughs> so I was he's just like, good idea. Anything you say. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That's the problem with cocaine. Every idea is the best idea you've ever had. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time they are not. No, no, no. Actually, every time. Yeah. yeah. I would say almost exclusively. One time I made, I made a good decision on cocaine, which was to buy a plane tickets to go home and see my sister and her kids. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you can do good things. You just have to. Yeah. You have to be shuttled towards that way, you know? Right. Again, directed. Again, you have a laptop around mm-hmm. you when you're doing drugs, and hopefully you'll either get a good face moisturizer yes. or fly home and see your family. You'll get an exclo- What is it called? Explosion. Yeah, it- explosion. I can I can not disrecommend that enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's not a word, but we're artists. Disrecommend. I mean, sounds fine. It's got to be fine. What's right? the What's the opposite of recommend? I would advise advise against. Yeah, there's got to be. Disrecommend. I mean, it sounds great. I like, are you looking it up? Oh, I'm 100% oh, going yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, what are you typing? Recommend. Now, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Um, what's it called? Antonym. Antonym. See, and I knew that. I knew antonym. Um, reject. Okay. Okay. Mm. I, I, no, no. Reject or veto. I don't think no, either of those no, really I like work. Advise against. Yeah, advise against this. It sounds, yeah. you know, in a court of law, it would be held up for sure. You weren't, li- you weren't libeling them. You right. were just advising against using explosion. Right. Your Honor, I advised You're, against. I advised against. I did not say anything about the company. Okay, but I simply my opinion. <laughs> that's it. 
My opinion, <laughs> I advised against smearing hot pink glitter on your exactly. face before you went into the office. <laughs> Now, I will tell you, I don't like the CEO because of their race. But anyway, that's got nothing to do do with explosion. With the fact that I don't know if they're harvesting mermaid scales. Dude. It's wild. We'll look at it. It's in my bag. We'll look at it. I can't wait to see. I bought it yesterday, so it's going to be an easy return. It's going back. Very yeah. easy. You have the receipt. Oh, but yeah. so, so, But so you were getting shuttled around in Ubers right. everywhere for free. Great. It was awesome. And what that happens is it's something called like golden handcuffs. So okay. you have where money's just being given to me, cars, mm-hmm. I have cars, everything at my at the ready for me to use. Yeah. Well, then that leads to debauchery because when I don't have any responsibilities, like I don't have to make it to the train. I can sleep in cars. I started drinking more. Hedonism. Yep. At its best form. And it was, I mean, what a great time to do it. Yeah. But I did that for, it was about like six months and I went really hard. It was just every night, just alcohol, drugs, going to sleep at six, six o'clock in the morning. <sighs> If only I'd been a little bit farther in my career and I could have joined in, but instead I was like, open mics. Oh, well, yeah. I had, I shouldn't have been fucking doing that, but it's like, <laughs> no, again, I know, but, but still, yeah. I mean, it was fun for, and it's fun for a little while. It's and like then, anything. It's the same, I think with like, and you and I are with like food and exercise. Mm-hmm. It's the same with like, oh man, we're going to go out and eat a bunch of food at three o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. That's fun once and, in a while. But two weeks of doing it straight, you're like, what is happening? Right. If two yeah. weeks... Every night you're going out and you're having like a heavy Italian meal, and then you're going out for ice cream, ice cream no, no, Sundays, no. and you wake up and you have bagels, and we're like, "That's gross." Yeah, you're disgusting, and like it doesn't feel good. Yeah, and you look in the mirror and you're like, "I'm gross, and I can't do this anymore." Right, and at that point, that's and that's addiction, duh. So that's when you're not yes. doing something because like you're not like, "Oh, I choose to do this because it's like a fun thing." Mm-hmm. You're like, "I have to do this, I otherwise to, yeah. I'll feel sick." To have it, yeah, yeah, which is. Not ideal. Not ideal. So, so took, golden handcuffs. Yeah, so I had the, where you're like, oh, this is great. But it's like, oh, wait a minute. You're actually are kind of being held back and a little bit handicapped mm-hmm. by all this privilege because you don't you don't know how to take care of yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took a year off of drinking. And I still so – I saw that guy a little bit less and then um, – but I took a year off drinking and drugs and and just kind of re- tried to like reset my brain. So did you say I'm like a fi- like sober officially or did you just like what did like how did you decide? I didn't Well, here's the thing is I never made like a declaration on social media because I mean, Thank you. And first of all, fucking why? You know people are like it's for accountability and I'm like, "But I don't that's just not how my brain works." But it's also like None of those people are holding you accountable. Right. None of them are checking in. They, None of them are asking, hey, are you a week sober? How are you doing? No. no. Tell your friends and also just keep yourself accountable. Correct. But And but for social media, and I understand that for some people that's great, but most of the time people are not holding you accountable. What they're doing is waiting for some picture of you holding a white claw to be like, you fucking failed. Yeah. So it's like, it's nobody's. Fun. Yeah. Like, it's nobody's <laughs> business. Yeah. And, um. But so I just ta- I would just was like I'm gonna not do this for a while. I'm doing it, yeah. And so it felt really good. And the nice thing I was able to reset it so that now I can, like, I drink maybe like once a week, mm-hmm. and I still like it, but I cannot drink as much. I have That's like good. two or three drinks, and I'm I have to stop yeah, because I'm like, I got like it. yeah. And here's something else interesting for anyone listening who's considering taking a break. Or you're not sure. Mm-hmm. I. Now, and this sounds wild, I never thought I would say this, I don't like the feeling of having like a buzz from alcohol. I just don't like it. That's why I never really get drunk. It's because I don't feel good when I do it. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. Um, get Being like really drunk can sometimes be good with a lot of friends, but most of the time, 
you're like, I can just kind of feel dizzy, <laughs> like tired. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I'm like, this is not doing it for me. I just want to go to bed. So now during that break that I took, which is really funny, mm -hmm. this is a fun thing. Um, this is when I texted you. So this is our surprise that we're going to tell everybody. Got it. So here's the thing. I know the title of your show is We're All Psychos. Uh -huh. I have bipolar disorder. That's very real. Yes. Um, and I run really manic. So my natural state of being is as if I'm on a mix of cocaine and Molly. Yes. When we like, whenever we've talked, and I think I've only really ever talked or um, interacted with you when you're more on the manic side. Yeah. I well, think. I run manic I, I mean, uh -huh. like 80% of the time. Okay. I'm running at a high octane level. When you hit uh, the other side, do you just pull away? And not see anyone, or are you just more subdued? Um, I get more subdued. I get calm, mm -hmm. and but I depression for me doesn't really last that long. What happens nice. is mania goes into it'll be like hypermania. Hypermania is might be kind of scary. It is scary because yeah. that borders. That's where that. I mean, it feels like it reminds you. Of, it's like a really intense, um, or it's like a milder version. Of, I did pure like MDMA once, and oh, it, I've done it before. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I felt like I, but because my brain already has so much serotonin uh, and dopamine being mm -hmm. produced that I did not like it. I felt like I was shot out of a fucking rocket and I was just shaking and I was yes. hallucinating. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I can understand that. The way that yeah. most people describe feeling on Molly, I'm like, well, that's how I feel if I like. Yeah. You're like, I have two cups of coffee and like, I got eight hours of sleep. <laughs> Honestly, seriously, if I get eight hours of sleep yeah. and if I skip a couple meals, oh, like if yeah. I forget to eat and I just am running on adrenaline. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so I naturally, I'm running always a little bit manic. A little manic, yeah. Um, and which is why, and this sounds a little bit backwards, when I, mm -hmm. I'll drink like a sugar-free Red Bull. Yeah. And I can, I can drink a Red Bull and go to sleep 10 minutes later. I'm, I used to be more like that. I'm not like that as much, but I still am. I could have an espresso at 10 and probably pass out by like midnight. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, not 10 minutes later, but yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I've done like, and that's even with like... I just stimulants counteract my natural brain chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't really get the depression. I don't get where I like lay in bed all day. Yeah, I've never had that either. Where you like feel like a stone and you can't move. Mm -hmm. I know it's real. I, I know I've heard people talk about it. It sounds horrible, yeah. honestly. Where I've heard people be like, it is a struggle for me to get out of bed. And I go, I do not understand that, but I completely believe you. And that sounds horrible. But yeah, I've never I've had like months or weeks where i'm like this like this i feel really shitty i don't want to move as much but never that bad yeah, yeah. which is nice i guess right when i get where i have anxiety mm -hmm. mine is more it becomes like the mania when it goes hyper hypermanic yeah that's anxiety that's essentially sure. like being like messed out where i'm like yeah where i got it yeah where i'm like i can't should i leave i can't leave it hold on what are, what are people thinking people talking about me who's outside my door who's it turns into like schizophrenia almost. oh yeah that's the worst when you're like who's talking about me what are they saying it's you so, see you see anyone go like this to someone else and you're like did they just say something about me <laughs> yeah well that's i used to be a lot worse when i was a lot younger but now mm -hmm. that kind of I yeah, don't give a fuck well and i just because it's like what can i even i've been really like sincerely which is funny because mm -hmm. i'm so like like i'm still me um yeah. but I've been working on like reading the four agreements and like this whole idea of like trying to change my brain patterns to be like, okay, um, like can let's see just as a thought experiment, like mm -hmm. all this weird anxiety and the stuff that's like holding me back from like, um, even something just like little things. I'm like, what my fuck my weird mental blocks that are keeping me from like being, um, 
in a healthy relationship or like pursuing certain things in my career? Like what's blocking that? What is I'm because everyone self does um, self sabotage for sure. We do. Yeah. And so, but I'm trying to figure out like, okay, but why and what's the cause and how can I knock the fuck off? Cause I don't want to do it anymore. Introspection. Yeah. Right. You're like doing therapy. basically. Right. Yeah. And so I've been doing that a lot and it's interesting. And so that's one of the easiest things to let go is the idea that where I'm like, about not taking things personally, like even mm-hmm. not even like someone talking about me at a, in a room. If someone is actively shitty to me face to face, I've been able to where I can like, even if it feels I feel upset, I'm able to slow down and be like, mm-hmm. that's not me. That's them. That's them. That's whatever. Like for sure. It makes it a lot easier. You're like, do whatever. It honestly makes dating easier because yes. then you just go, they got some shit. Or it just didn't work and has nothing to do with me. Right. And just because it's like sometimes things are just not a match. It's just not a match and it's no one's good. Or it just is not the right time. Yeah. There's been times when I've been like, we're just at different times and it just, it won't work out simply because of that. And that sucks. And then you just got to move on. Right. Well, it's it's ego. It is. It's. Your ego's trying to protect you is what it is. Mm -hmm. Your brain's trying to be like, this doesn't fit with me, everything going well and me feeling okay. And so how do I... How do I fix that or what do I have to do to make it that it's not my fault? Right. Because you're always also trying to be like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes life just happens to you and you like there's – no, there's no explanation for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you just – you just sneeze. I don't – you didn't do anything to sneeze. You just fucking sneezed. Dude. Right. Well, yeah, and I would say, like, for the most part, there's nothing you can really, it's like life is just happening mm-hmm. and things. And it's this weird idea of, like, we're practicing instead of being, like, if something happens, it's good or it's bad. I'm like, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Like, this just yeah. is. Even if it's where you're like, this is a shitty situation mm-hmm. where things just fall apart and you're like, fuck. And, but, and that's normal to have the response of the reaction of, like, fuck and be upset. But then you can go, like, okay, now the only way to solve this and find a way out is to, like, pull it away from yourself and look at it outside of you like a like a game like a game and be like okay 100% yeah so this is the situation it's not good it's not bad this is just what's happening so now how what are different ways that we can solve this and what could how can I objectively look at this right like it's not happening to me correct like if my friend brought me I try to think about it like if my friend brought me this situation mm-hmm. how would I try to dissect it without any emotional attachment to it right just being like hey man this is what's happening I know you're thinking this way, but in reality, it could be all of that. Right. Know. It's helpful. I, not, not easy to do all the time. No. But definitely. But it is nice. Yeah, that's I do that too. I'm like, okay, if my friend had this problem, how would I condescend to them? <laughs> how would I... How would I... Show make, them that I'm smarter and better. <laughs> yeah. How, how do I take the time and energy to show them that I did put a lot of thought and effort into yes. how much smarter and better I, exactly. I am than they are, but also to let them know in, in another way that like I don't actually give a shit. Exactly. How do I show them that I've read the four agreements and be here now? Right. You know? It's like how do I I let them know that I own those two books exactly without like specifically naming them because uh, Mm. those authors are not paying me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not plugging them. How do I let them know without being specific? Because this is a conversation and not a podcast. Exactly. There's no way to there's no way to monetize this. I'm not trying to impress people (laughs) with the books I've read. It's one person. Yeah. Like how many times in a conversation you're like, and it's not a podcast. We're like, well, I read this book the other day, and you say the person, the author's name. The person, if you're the person you have a conversation with, is going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just tell me what yeah. it is. Well, can I tell you? I do have one friend, and we do that. And uh-huh. I don't know if you've had her on the show, Christina Hutchinson. No, I should. Fuck yes. Now Christina and I are now Christina and I are those kind of friends, and she's one of my best friends. And we will have conversations like that where we were talking about it last night, mm-hmm. where we just go like. 
we'll say something and we're like, it's this book by this person. And we're, we, so we do that. But what that's, was the book? I forget. You know, any recent good books you've been reading besides The Four Agreements? Um, there's one called Stop Doing That Shit. Okay. Which is. Sounds like a Mark Manson uh, ripoff. It's one of those, one of those like, fix your fucking life, you fucking fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Which was apparently supposed to be good. Well, but. my friend Megan, the co-host of, I'm just plugging all my shit, mm-hmm. a pussy fart gang, the other... I PFG? 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 The you, other... Yo, do you have stickers? Yes. I want to... Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, bring yeah, one yeah, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a PFG sticker. They're great. Okay, sweet. It's the cat smoking and farting. It's fucking great. That's so good. Um, <laughs> smoking and farting. Yeah, it's uh, our, our buddy Tyler, who's a lawyer, drew that for us. Um, he's great. What a guy. He's a great guy. But Megan picked that book out mm-hmm. at an airport because she's going through a lot of shit. And so she picked, she's like, I bought the self-help book at an airport. And she and I, we made fun of it. But so then I bought it and we're like, we'll read it together at, mm-hmm. for the show. Like, we'll go through it page by page. And, and then you're like, this is actually. And it's actually really helpful. It's actually super helpful. Like, it's there's, gonna... there's a lot of those books that are helpful. I know. And like, as a comic, you are so judgmental of yourself when you're reading, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it and I'm like, man, this is really right. And then the other side of me is like, you're a fucking shill, dude. You're a li- like, how dare you believe this, you loser? Yeah. Don't do it. Like, figure it out on your own. You're such a, like, the, like there's the, like, the, the comic part that can't take anything seriously. Yep. But I've realized when I read those, I got to get that guy out of there because he's good for stage, but horrible for just me as a person. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think as comics, we're really lucky because. Most people, and I was thinking about this with, um, especially with reading the self-help thing and mm. with, ta- like, because most people commiserate with each other, like, at their offices. They sit around and they bitch and, like, this fucking sucks and this fucking guy and the weather shit. And, and it's and, fun to do, but it... Right. Mm. Now, and that's, like, a Bill Burr, like, so I, Bill Burr's the example that I always give. It's, like, him mm-hmm. on stage, and he's like that in real life, but, like, as comics... We're doing it. It might be partially how we feel, mm-hmm. but it's also a performance. Definitely not to break the fourth fucking wall yeah. for you people listening. But like, yeah, I'm looking right. <laughs> I'm looking right through the fourth wall. Like it's an act, and so if you were to really like, so we're lucky that we can compartmentalize that, mm-hmm. and we can on stage and in a podcast, and and for acting, and we can. There's an outlet. Yeah, for yeah, that yeah. kind of like this is fucking these books are bullshit and this is and to make fun of all that and stuff and for everyone to like agree and commiserate and right. laugh at it because we've all had that thought right so we can do that there and so that in our, our real lives we can actually like be sincere exactly because you have to be because Correct. without because what are you gonna do you're gonna just be mad all the time like I was saying this book I'm like it's great because it's like the solutions and I'm gonna like gently wipe my nose can I tell you so I had like it's fine what's going on what's happening? no I have si- my sinuses are acting up oh. and with the coronavirus dude people I blew my nose the other day and <laughs> someone people someone pulled a gun on you yes <laughs> so I have this habit where I'm like oh, I wanna blow my nose and I'm like oh my people are gonna fucking lose their mind I'm like weirdly not scared about it no and i don't know if that's because i'm worried about other shit or just i have this implicit trust in my immune system that i'm gonna get through it however though i read a tweet today that was basically like um and we'll get back to what we were talking about before but i read this 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 guy goes the reason why people aren't freaking out more and people are freaking out um but he's like, the reason why I think a lot of people aren't taking it seriously is because humans don't, again, inherently understand exponential growth. We understand like linear growth, like, you know, one plus one, whatever it goes up. But he's like, exponential growth is doubles, doubles, doubles. And he goes, if everyone gets, um, 
if like, I don't know, if it keeps going at the same infection rate, he was like, the entire world will be infected by the end of April. And he was like, so just keep that in mind when you think it's not a big deal. Like if we don't do anything to like any precautions, it could get that bad. So that's when I was like, all right, I should take this a little more seriously. But then at the same time, it's like, what, what are you going to do? Right. What, what, what am I, anyone listening what are you going to do except wash your hands, mm-hmm. get tested when you – even though sometimes it's asymptomatic for two weeks. So, like, you're probably going to give it to someone anyway. Right. But what are you going to do besides try and keep healthy, work out, eat well, I guess, I know. and, like, pray? I don't know. Dude, it's like, what are you going to – There's not much else you can do. And the other thing is you don't even know – like, so, for example, mm-hmm. last night – and this is 100% true – last night – at um, the club, I was performing at a comedy club. I'm not going to say which one, um, mm-hmm. but if you go on my calendar, it's pretty easy to track. Or you see the water bottle that she's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it out of frame? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the picture when we're done recording. Uh-huh. Last night, small crowd. Yeah. So a lot of times on, on weekdays, they're smaller crowds, but they're more like they are there to see comedy. They're there to laugh. Yeah. So it's fun. So you can, you can go uh, and like work out new jokes and do crowd mm-hmm. work and just and have fun. They're there for it. I mean, not that it's not fun to do it. You're a material and a sold out show. That's exactly. also fun. That's also so, great. Also yes. fun. So please come to shows. Yes, guys, come to, come to shows any day. Don't yeah, like, please. well, I don't want to come to show because Wendy and Dylan said it was so fun with a small crowd. Yeah. No, I was. No, no, no. Go go, go to the show, that sold out show, please. Yeah, okay. yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, we're happy for you to come and sell at all of our shows. Yeah. Um, so we go and I was going up third and the manager comes to me and she goes, oh, you're going to have a field day. And I said, what? She goes, there's some chick in the front row with a mask nice. on. Yeah. And so we were kind of laughing, and I'm like, okay, whatever, because people are wearing that, but it's like, though that doesn't protect you from it. That's for sick people to wear. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. So as the show is starting, mm-hmm. um, the manager, then I he comes back, and he's like, okay, we got a problem. And we're like, what? And he said, the person in the mask is coughing uncontrollably, like a hacking cough mm. into this face mask. And we're like, okay. But it's a weird thing. She's like, what do you do? Yeah. Do we panic and be like, get these people the fuck out of the building? Exactly. Because it's like, it could just be allergies. It could be like, it's allergy season. It could just be a regular cough. It could be a regular cold. Like, you don't know what the fuck it is. But then also it's like. It could be the flu. Yeah. It could be. Which is all. But here's the other thing. It's also like, bad. Yeah. It's also bad. You don't want to get the flu. People die from the flu. I got the flu three weeks or like a month ago and it was really bad. Yeah. I haven't had. The last time I had the flu was. Maybe like four or five years. I I get sick like maybe once every yeah, like I, I, years, yeah. yeah maybe every five or six years. Now I just, was the patron um, white? No. Oh, I know. Wait, were they were they Asian? Uh yeah. Ooh, okay. Because that makes it that that brings even more politics in because you, you then you can't be like you need to leave because then that's like. Why? Because you know, like you just can't. <laughs> well, but it was, and it, the con people were like, people were legit freaking out. And the audience was, because already, like an audience, it's hard to get an audience warmed up sometimes. Yes. So can you imagine you already have a small crowd, so it's already a tight audience, and then you have one woman sitting in the front by the stage with a mask, with a on, mask, coughing, coughing. When everywhere you turn on the on any TV mm-hmm. station, you corona, it's corona every hour. This yeah. many more people died. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm like coronavirus fever, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got it. We have and it. New York just has the and like they're canceling music festivals because of it. Canceled Ultra. They canceled all the te- cor- corporate events. Yep, I the guess. TED Talks in oh, April. They, they canceled all the TED Talks. Yeah, wow. those are those are Vancouver. I was going to go this year, and those are canceled. Fuck. Yeah, yeah and um, there's a big like uh, some kind of 
big symposium or meet, meeting in um, Spain that they canceled, which mm-hmm. I was reading today, cost the government or cost the economy there $500 million because that's how many people were going to come and how much money they were going to spend. So like this shit is people are like freaking out about it. Yeah. And, which I guess rightfully so, but also yeah, so that's all so it, just needless to say that's all in people's minds when they see someone in the front coughing. Yep. Yeah. And it, but it's just it the whole thing is fucking is wild. And so she was up there hacking up mm-hmm. a lung. And so that's why with me like even like when I was like oh I have to blow my nose I'm like, "Well, this is fucking crazy." You yeah, know what I mean? are going to be weird about it. They look at me and I want to go like oh, I'm like, first of all, it's allergy. It's partial allergies and partially cuz I snorted ketamine probably a week ago <laughs> and it still is is fucking with my face a little bit. Like if we're being honest, I snorted ketamine. And still half of your face is still kind of uh, droopy. I think, well, and look, I'm no doctor, but I think <laughs> snorting anything not the best is not ideal. Yeah, the few times I've done it, haven't been happy about it the next couple of days. No, that's not like, and it just, because then it's like for the whole next week and then it's fine. And I'm like, oh man, I mean, it's not good to, to put things up in your sinuses. Definitely not. No. Not so, the best. Unless it's a neti pot, you know? I know. And even some people say that is not the best. Well, I know. And I did the sinus. I mean, what can I do? But I did, I've been just been drinking my own fucking snot on the train because people Beautiful. Are, <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Just, and then just take, taking it down. Yeah. And it's also a good weight loss tip because then you're full slash nauseous. Oh, geez. Jesus. I can't. See? Uh, these are great tips. You're dropping tips. I feel like I'm dropping tips. You're dropping some knowledge. I'm dropping knowledge. Yes. Um, oh, can we? This is this will be funny. I'm like, uh-huh. oh Jesus Christ. Um, Don't look at the messages. I won't. Um, I'm not it's even gonna, gonna look. You. I know. Yeah. I know. I gotta stop looking at my phone because I'm getting. It's great because I'm getting. You know. She's getting stuff. Mm-hmm. She's wanted. Yeah. She's popular. I'm wanted, baby. People she want, want me. Exactly. Uh-huh. But she chose to be here with me. I'm here with I you. I feel. Very special. Well, so this is so. Let's go back to the speak. I like how I'm like I was sober for a year, and then I'm like I can't breathe because I put ketamine in my nose last week. People are like, she really is bipolar. Okay, I know I am. Well, the thing is, that's why. Look again, not a doctor, but I uh-huh. felt like it was my duty to get back on substances on like on like a medium basis because it really does help balance me out and make me more for like right now. I feel like pretty normal. Oh, do you think? I've never even thought about. It. Do you think people that have maybe some form of um, bipolar disorder or certain mental like health issues, they are drawn towards drugs because it helps balance them out? A hundred percent. Oh, so, you, so a lot of people you would say that maybe are more into drugs are doing it because it's a way of self medication and ke- making them feel more balanced. Ba- oh, for sure. I never thought about that. Yeah, are you being? Are you joking? Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've I've never put those together. I was like, are you fucking with me? Are you no, being facetious? I mean, then facetious. that's a word I will use in court. And that is a great it. word. I've probably in, like inherently thought about it, but I've never been like, oh, this makes you feel more ba-. because whenever I've done substances, I've done it to like. It's never made me feel more balanced. Do you know what I mean? Right. Drinking has never made me feel more normal. Smoking weed never made me feel normal. More normal. Whenever I do Molly, it's I don't feel normal. I feel great, but I've never been like, oh, this feels like how I should feel. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The only thing that that does that is kind of caffeine. Caffeine makes me feel a little bit more like focused and level because of my ADD. But I've never thought like, oh, someone that's Highly bipolar or like manic depressive, whatever the correct term is in the new DSM five um, is. Uh, do you guys like that? And Love is, that. Um, is they're doing it because they want to actually feel more brought down. I just I never put those two together, which might make you sound ignorant and naive. Whatever, I've just well, never put it together. No, but yeah. that means you're uh, because. Uh, but yeah. I, it's all perception is reality. So to me, mm-hmm. I'm like I assume everyone kno- knows that just because yeah. that's. So I think with drugs and alcohol, it's 
there are lots of different reasons people get it. Like that's one. Another mm-hmm. is you're trying to avoid feelings and not feel. So those people I get that one. Get I'll do that. Yes. Alcohol they get and um and so you're trying to escape and that's people yes. that like heroin and opiates. People mm-hmm. that are addicted to stimulants. Yes. Um, and are attracted to stimulants tend to be more bipolar. Those are the people that are into that would be um, me. Adderall, Coke. Mm-hmm. Really, those are the only two things. That, like ketamine, I was like, it was cool, but I was like, it w- that's a depressive. Ketamine is yeah. a tranquilizer. Yeah, yeah I was, it, was it good or it was fine? I was like a little wobbly, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, it, and it went away in twenty minutes. Or like mushrooms, like a microdosing of mushrooms. mushrooms I've done. Are great. I've, that, I've done the full, not the microdose. What I've heard. I've never done a full. I've never tripped, but I take. It's great. But I take just a little bit, and it it's like it's just kind of like a nice mellow. Mm-hmm. A little bit of like a dopamine buzz. You no, know, it's good. Just enough to, yeah. Well, because what it does. So if you are, if you run manic, um, mm-hmm. like I do, the but you have a lot of serotonin and dopamine naturally. More dopamine. Uh, okay. So you have and co- cocaine gives you dopamine. Instantly. Dopamine hits. Yeah. That's what cocaine does. So when you are making that naturally in your brain, so I've got high levels of it shooting out all the time, mm-hmm. like more than the normal exactly. person. So when I put an artificial source of dopamine in. My brain goes, oh, wait a minute, there's more coming in. So it auto-corrects and produces less. Uh, so that when the first, when I first started, um, when I did cocaine the first time when I moved to New York. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I never did, I, never, I didn't do it until I was like almost 40, or 40. Um, I almost said 34. <laughs> I, lie, I lied, I've had Botox since I was five. <laughs> I was like 35, 34, uh-huh. the first time I tried it. And I like, and that's why I also, when I'm manic, can drink a lot. Because my brain has got that dopamine, so I could. Uh, it's like I'm okay. naturally on cocaine, so I can drink more than. It took me a while to always to get a buzz. So when you first did your when you did your first line, did you do it and go, "Oh, I just found a whole new adventure." Well, yes, and here's and this is going to sound a little bit um, backwards to people that mm-hmm. people. If you're bipolar and you run manic, you're going to f- totally get this 100%. To everyone else, uh-huh. it's going to sound fucking banana. And by the way, we are not advocating anyone to do drugs. No, no, no. Okay, I'm looking at the camera. Don't do drugs are bad. It's not. It's it wink. doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Wink. Yeah, I'm kidding. They are bad. Every now and then, wink. But actually, right. don't. Anyway, but for her experience, <laughs> so the first time I did it, I because mm-hmm. I always feel kind of like a little bit. You know, like uh, like almost like I'm like floating. That's I normally my natural sense of being is as I feel like my feet are just almost off the ground. Got it. Which is mania. First time I did coke, I'd had like a couple glasses of wine, and I was like, oh. For and I remember the first line that I did. I with it was within like a couple minutes. This is the only way I can describe it. I always had the sense of like floating where my feet were kind of off the ground. Mm-hmm. The first time I remember the first line that I did. Where most people get high, I felt my body, my shoulders go back, and I felt like my feet were grounded, and I was like, "Oh, I feel very fucking normal," and I felt very chill. Oh, so it is the opposite. So I, it was this weird thing where I was never a couple times, so I never really felt like the high of cocaine. I just felt like dropped in. Yeah, it's yeah. very weird, and so that's what's dangerous. That's how you get addicted, that, right there. Yep. It's feeling like, oh, I feel grounded and. Like almost zen now. Yes. I've gotten that with Adderall where you take it and like it doesn't hype me up. I go like, oh, I'm I'm chill now. Okay. Yes. I can focus. Uh-huh. I think these aren't there aren't a million voices in my head and there aren't like all this stuff going on. I can just lock in and now actually do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like I guess the word is right for me. 
You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, oh, which is not, which is not a good thing to feel, I guess, when you think back on it. But yeah, right. Well, and so it's an interesting thing to like. So then you can navigate. Like, do I want to keep like Adderall? People are like you should take Adderall. And I'm like, I've I've had it and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I, that's why with reading all these books, I'm like, let me see if I can challenge myself to you know just just do ketamine every week <laughs> and see if that helps me calm the fuck down. Just put horse tranquilizers in my pussy. I gotta start putting it in my pussy and not my nose. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you putting them in your pussy now? I sure. Why not? That's what. What is that called? I know boofing is in your ass. Oh wow! Yeah, you have you ever heard of that? I well, well I, in your pussy poofing. I don't poofing, know. I guess poofing. Yeah, we're we're making that term up now. It's well, I, I've heard. I know Theo Vaughn talks about when you took acid. He knew a girl that put acid in in her pussy, and it was called the uh, vajipping instead of tripping. Vaj- <laughs> which probably is probably made up by him, and sounds like something he would say. Oh, for sure, that's not real. That's <laughs> something that he made up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, he made that up. So you do it, you feel on the ground, and you're like, oh, okay. Right. So that's where it's like, so when I stopped, and I have jokes about this on stage, but it's real. So when I was four months into no no substances, mm-hmm. I was like full-blown how I felt in high school, like manic, manic, manic. Uh, and um, just, I'm like, i just crawling out of my skin. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I was doing, and, and it was so four months in, it's, at that point, it's not withdrawals. It's just like the natural. And I was like working out three times. I had to work out like two or three times a day. I was just to chill I, yourself out. Yeah. I was wow. like, and I was so when you're hungover all the time, you sleep so much of the day. So I mm-hmm. had like eight hours of my life back every day. And I was like, I guess I'll fucking do this. So I got a lot done, but I felt so antsy and pent up. Like just coming out of your skin. Yeah. And that was, and here's so with the sugar daddy thing. So if you've never, uh, met me or listened to anything I've done. Mm-hmm. I've had sugar diets for the last three and a half years. Yeah. For the listeners to just be, you know, in the know. I'm going to fill know. up this yes. water. I'm filling up water. Go I'm not pissing if you hear a sound. Um, I'm, I'm like, ketamine's good for you. So it's like, <laughs> is she just peeing at the table? Um, I only did ketamine once. Relax. Uh, it, when I, I was actually, it was okay. It was. I haven't done it. I don't think I would snore it though. I think if I was to do it, I would try and just take it. That's probably the way to do it. But um, it also, like... I don't like falling into those holes. You know what I mean? I don't like feeling, I don't like the depressed feeling. And I don't mean sad, depressed. I mean like chilled out, depressed feeling. Yeah. So, and if you didn't like it, I probably wouldn't either because I feel like our brains work a little bit on the same right. level of like what we. Yeah. I had a little bit. The only way I can describe is you feel like Gumby. Your body feels mm. really loose. And I was with that someone, nice. I was, yeah. uh, I was with someone. So it was like a fun, like, uh, you know, yeah. Partner. Got it. Yeah. I was with a partner. So that like That's made right. it more fun. Okay. We well, were, yeah. I can get that. Yeah. We get it. We understand. We didn't fuck, but we just walked around like Gumby and Pokey. That's cool. Like, and we're just like, and we got like, and just like being very stupid. So uh-huh. and it's over in like 20 minutes. Yes. Perfect. Um, but still don't do it. It's not good for you. Um, yes. Anyway. So the reason that I had to start doing ketamine is because <laughs> I just like have to keep leaning into it. Because ketamine is such a silly drug to even say. It is. It's, it's a gr- so It sounds silly. great. And it always, I always hear it in a British accent because apparently they love ketamine over there. It's so like ketamine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some ketamine. Some K. Special K. This yeah. is who. Well, I don't want. You know what? I'm not even going to keep my mouth shut on this because I'm trying not to blow up my life on. It was a British pop, person, wasn't it? I, may, I won't if, say. If, I will not say gender. It might have been. that opens it a lot. That opens yeah. it to both. It might have been someone from the UK. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all she's saying. That's all I'm saying, and that's I'm done talking about there that, we go. that person and that event. But you're bursting out of your skin. That's why you had to t- take some K every now and right. then. Right. <laughs> I love that we're just making it now. It's like I use it as a, a sup, like a Exactly. It's a supplement. I, t- I take creatine. You take special K. Right. I take it with my niacin. I do niacin and then special K. Um, and I'm not talking about the Kellogg. Yeah, baby. So... Um, but the, uh, the sugar daddy thing. So I've had that. And I always had this thing of like, so there was a while where I had essentially 
there'll be times where I'm getting laid mm -hmm. a few times a week. Okay, depending on. I feel like that's been for the longest I've known you. Right. Yeah. Depending on who's in town, mm -hmm. like honestly, if we're being honest, there were like three different guys that I saw over the course, and it would be like a lot of times it would be like nobody, and then mm -hmm. everyone's in town, and then it's like, well, I guess we're working. You're preparing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Eating a lot of fiber. I like them just wiping my nose and being loud in that. Whatever, who cares? Um, no one cares. So I, so I was used to that kind uh -huh. of where I like have a lot of sex. Got it. And we've talked about this. I like it. Yeah. I mean, who? And that sounds dumb to say, but like, I don't like it as in like, I like it because it makes me feel validated as a woman. Uh, mm -hmm. I like it like a man likes it, where I'm like, I I masturbate like multiple times a day. Yeah, it's just fun. I like it's just like a pressure release. And you and I, Dylan, mm. the host, your your host here, yeah, guys, baby. everybody listening. Uh -huh. This is a few years ago. We were just bullshitting, talking about uh -huh. that after probably doing your podcast. Yes. And we were like, yeah, sex is just fun. It's just fun to do. And you were like, and we like as buddies, yeah, yeah, jokingly, yeah. we're just like, anytime we should just like fuck just because that would yeah. be great. Yeah, um, yeah, we're yeah. like, so that was like a, a half joking like exactly. conversation. It was at, uh, it was at uh, New York Comedy Club, actually. Oh, I remember. that's right. Yeah, we were bullshitting after a show. That's that's where it was. Yeah. Yes. So we have that conversation, and uh -huh. then fast forward like <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> fast forward a year and a half. I'm four months sober, and uh -huh. I'm like, and I was so horny that I was like mad. I was like, I just, I was like, I wish someone. I'm like, and I in my mind, I was like, oh, now I can see the appeal of sex workers mm -hmm. which not that i don't understand i didn't logically understand it before but like now i was like oh now i get it because i'm like if so if i could get someone if i like had someone's number and i could be like i'll give you 500 if you just come yes. over and fuck the shit out of me yeah, yeah, yeah that's worth it to me yes so um but you know i felt like i was like oh, that seems weird i'm like i can just wait till one of my three boyfriends is back in town exactly you know what you're I mean? like i can figure it out i don't, need, then, to, I don't need to pay for sex <laughs> right i it's like that's dumb i'm you know yeah, I, I don't want to dip into my own profit. I'm like, let me. Yes, and that pun is intended. I refer to my <laughs> pussy as profit. Dip, That's amazing. Yeah, I want to dip into my profits. Um, so I texted you. This was a couple days later. I was mm -hmm. actually with the aforementioned Christina Hutchinson. We yeah. were writing the opening of Glamour Puss. This was a year ago almost. And I was like, I am so. I go, you know, and I'm like, who can I fuck that like won't be weird about it? And we, she, she never having a very serious conversation. And I was like, oh, Dylan Palladino. He said something to me. She goes recently, and I'm like, I think it was like over a year ago, but he said something. And so I'm gonna, and I texted you. And, I have it right here. <laughs> and here's the thing: these text exchange. I am these again. Jokes I have about this. A lot of people when they like get sober, mm -hmm. their lives are very together. When I'm stone cold sober, I am more of a fucking train wreck. Than most people, I'm more out of control. Really? Because yeah. like this kind of this text that I sent you, I was stone mm -hmm. cold sober, and it was like eight o'clock at night. It's not like it was like three in the morning, and I was drunk. Like come over and yeah, fuck and it's me. also like super casual and straightforward, and like honestly, the the best casual fuck text I've ever received. It's like a business email. You literally said, Dylan, it's Wendy. And <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, not good at sexting. Re you read these; this is great. Dylan, it's Wendy. Want to see if your offer for a casual fuck still stands? And I said, oh shit, what's up, Wendy? By the way, uh, we hadn't texted in, yeah, eight months. And I go... <laughs> I'm such a man. I'm yeah. such a man. I, I was. I remember I got it and was like, what? The, holy shit. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, not tonight, but yeah. And you're like, great. And you, and you literally gave me a reason. You go, I'm all pent up and don't have the energy for dating apps. And I'm like, yep, the apps suck. I can't do it. And you're like, it's very kind of you. Let me know when you're free next week. And I was like, you got it. <laughs> See, and then and then I didn't hear. And then we didn't talk to each other, see each other. We didn't talk for legit until now. Until yesterday. Until right 
Yep. <laughs> when you were like, hey, right now. well, now we're talking. Yeah. Exactly. And oh yeah, until <laughs> yesterday when I texted you, hey, do you want to do the show? Yeah. And I was like, how funny. And I, I, when you texted me that, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the like couple reasons why I didn't actually end up um, texting you. Number one, I think, four twenty six uh, of last year, it was right after I had split up with a girl, mm-hmm. and I was like, not, I just was like, dude, I gotta just take a step back from hooking up like with with girls yeah. for a second. I was like, I gotta figure myself out because I'm hooking up with girls and then getting sick of them and i was like what what is up with me that's that's the sub reason the main reason and i think I've, we talked about this on the podcast before is because i was like i am so worried that i am not going to be able to perform with wendy that it would be a letdown that's <laughs> That she'd be like, I can't wait to fuck Dylan. And then I'm just like, you know, just like, you know, trying to have sex, trying to be fine. And you're like, this is boring. Like, if I was worried I was going to bomb with you during sex. Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I, there's no way. That's because so we, because when we've talked, I'm like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to ha- like doing blow up, getting like, fuck, blah, blah, blah. I love fucking. And I was like, dude, there's no way she would enjoy having sex with me. I was like, there's no way. So that's why I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm not in a place to be embarrassed <laughs> by fucking this. And and now I've kind of gotten a little bit more confident yeah. being like, you know what? Honestly, as long as you're there with the other person, they'll be fine. That's so yeah. funny. Oh, the anxiety. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I expected yeah. you to like hop on my dick and be like, this is boring. <laughs> you're fucking boring. And then you just hop off and uh, masturbate in the bed next to me, and you're like, "Leave!" And I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry." Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, like in comedy, I'm like, right? I'm like, this. I'm like, God. I mean, if you're not gonna be good, fuck. At least be interesting. Exactly. It's the same rules as comedy. Like, just do bits or something. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. At least. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so funny. Well, it's such a weird thing because I did it. I sent that text in such a manic state, and then the next day, then mm-hmm. I kind of forgot, and then I forgot about it. But I'm like, oh well, what can you do? But it's like, it is. So sex, can I tell you this? It's interesting because I'm like trying to work on like being chill about that because I'm like. Chill about what? Well, about sex and not being, it's just, it's a weird, like I'm trying to de- like look at what I want sexually and be like, is it like an addictive thing versus like, you know, like a normal, healthy sexual relationship with somebody? I've had it on the addictive side for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we both, Definitely. I think we, we have similar kind of brain chemistry. Where it's like, it's. It's more well, but for me though, I think our addiction, our addiction to, is a little different because to me, it sounds like the release is what you like a lot, and I and I've found I have that too, but it's also like the knowledge that I like can like that this person wants to, like when they want to, I go, oh, okay, like now I have to do it, like they want to do it, that like feeds my ego, whatever validation, whatever it is, okay. then I go and do it, and then when I'm done, it's this huge like dump. And then I feel like shit because I go like, I don't want to ever see this person again. And I just like did it. And like, why did I just do this? I didn't even really want to. Why am I? Yeah, dude. Interesting. It's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole, it's a big up and down, which to me kind of sounds like scoring and then coming down from it and being like, I got to go. But in those moments, if a new person came in and was like, I want to have sex, I would go like, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because my, yeah, no, mine is not that. Mine is actually the physical release of like getting fucking pounded and coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you want to be there. I don't care if I want to be there. I don't care if you're and- like just fucking pound me out. I dude. actually prefer if we both would rather be doing something else uh, because then you know what we're gonna be efficient. Okay, just fucking knock it out. 
If I can get like 15, 20 minutes of just hardcore, fuck, then. See, that that was my other thing. I was like, I don't know if I can do it for that. Because the, the pound out, unless you're in the right rhythm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blow it. Because I'm a just, burr, I, because that for me, for whatever reason, it's too much. And I'm right. just like, I got to go. Well, that's the thing is I'm used to banging dudes who are um, much older than you, mm-hmm. who've got, a, who are on a cocktail of yes. usually cocaine and Viagra, which yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, not ideal. Um, <laughs> but ideal for getting pounded out. <laughs> yeah, for, not ideal for getting pounded out. Um, I had the fucking, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, this is, I had the, this, the, this, this is the, the bummer about partying when you're older. Uh-huh. Cause I had a situation with someone, um, recently where like, we were like out really late. We're drinking and, and I, for a while, but I haven't really gone out and had a late, late night. And I was mm-hmm. like, let's fucking do it. Yeah. yeah I was like, this is going to be great. And I was like, oh, this is not how I remembered and it was not fun. So we were like, let's just fucking turn it up. Mm-hmm. So we're drinking, we're partying. Mm-hmm. We get back, it's like four o'clock in the morning and we're like, we're gonna fuck the shit out of each other. But we were both just like tired and super dehydrated. So it was just like... Oh, dehydrated sex is the worst. So it was just like a soft dick and a dry and a dry pussy, pussy. yeah. Like rubbing on each other, our mouths are dry. And mouths we're like, are, oh, and I like, had that like a month ago. It's so gross. It's disgusting. Because you're just like, and you're, and you're trying to like... It's it, and you're it's like trying to be hot and be into it, and you're both like, we are not. Yeah, you're just like, I'm gonna fucking fill you up with cum, and I'm like, yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> no one's doing anything. You're like, I don't even. I think my body took the moisture away from my cum in order to continue, like, to continue living because I'm so dehydrated. I know. I'm like, I think all the all the uh, all the liquid from my pussy and my yeah. mouth, from my face, <laughs> mouth, and my bottom mouth, as I like to call it, top mouth, bottom mouth. Is actually just in my. It's in my liver to try yeah, to help your, clean exactly. out the booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in your it's liver like, and a little bit in your heart. It's like this weird. Like it was this gross. Just like two like gross dehydrated goblins like holding on to each other. Just uh, like uh, this weird like. But it was we were just like telling each other a story that was never going to happen. It was oh like, yeah, you love my dick. And you're like yeah, you love my pussy. And, and both of your minds are like I don't. Oh, really. the best is where you're like I know what'll fix it. We'll sixty nine each other. And then you're oh. like then you're like oh wait there are like flies my there's like sand in my mouth and so you're just like it's like uh, fucking gross oh my god guys hydrate before sex or don't drink i mean that's so look here the, look I'm, we're trying to teach you the good and bad of doing yeah. wait till the morning okay i can have a glass of water or an iv have an iv on tap take a little 15 minute saline solution right into the veins yeah. and then have at it i mean it's so. It was the wildest ever in the morning, just waking up and being like, "We're just sitting there." It was like, "Do you remember what we were saying?" It's like, "Oh, I fully remember what we were saying to each other last night." That's we're the like, worst part when you remember it. Oh God, yeah. Again, that's the bad thing about doing drugs is you, you you're kind of coherent, so you have these flashbacks, and I'm like, "Jesus, fuck." And you know, see, but you asked, which is like funny. It's worse when you know the person remembers, but like you don't talk about it. You know, yeah. they just leave, and you're like. If I remember what happened last night, they definitely remember too. And I have to sit with that for the next couple of days. I know. Well, and that's why, like, there's a weird, like, the casual sex, which I know this, like, sounds maybe crazy, but maybe it doesn't sound from, because I haven't had casual sex in a long, long time. What do you mean? Have you been dating or what? Um, yeah, well, it was through the Sugar Daddy site. And so those are very, even though it's. Oh, those were the relationships, yeah. I mean, those, I consider those guys like to to be dating them. And mm-hmm. so that was like, a, those were people that I was closely bonded with. And it wasn't just fucking, it was, it was a lot of like hanging out and talk. And so those were like, I, like people that I consider myself to be dating. 
Um, and then dating someone like I just, so I haven't had casual sex in a long time. So that's the benefit because there's not shame attached to it. And casual sex also usually isn't fun and you usually have to work into it being good. And it's also like not, it's usually also not casual because like you're trying to still make it cool and sexy but you also still don't know each other and then at the end you have to be like are you sleeping over are you le-? like there's a lot of yeah i don't know it can be fun and i'm not it can no for sure first of all as someone who's been paid for sex i'm not slut shaming so everybody yeah. just fucking relax and casual sex i've done it i did it a lot and mm-hmm. it was like and it was fun for a certain amount of time and then after a while i'm like okay yeah, it's like chasing the dragon. You're just like, this yeah. is no. Well, you know, like, do you, that's exactly what you were describing, which is the like. That's what the past year has been. Do they want it? Can I? And then you're into it. And then it's like, there's not, you know, it's much more fulfilling to meet someone that you really care about and then uh, have terrible, terrible non sex with them. Oh, yeah. Like this dry humping where it's like, where we, we're face fucking each other with our yeah, weird yeah. sandpaper genitals. You're like, but I still like you. Okay. That's, I should investigate this. Well, that's why I think it's good to have sex with people. Like, and, you know, maybe I'm getting old and soft, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I like having sex with people that I actually like. Because mm-hmm. it is, there's, it just is a different thing. Because the, and this is what I was talking about, I think, with like the addiction and kind of the manic, like mm-hmm. you're like what you were describing, where you get that fucking hit, that dopamine yeah. hit of like, we're really doing it. And I always attach sex to, um, a kind of like a dirty thing, which is why the sugar daddy thing worked for me. Oh, you 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 think in your mind that like there's a kind of shame or dirtiness to sex? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if it was shame, but it was definitely there was for sure like a deviance to it. it was like this uh, feels deviant, and so the sugar daddy dating those guys that was uh, it sounds almost like a bridge for me to be able to engage in. Like what I just would describe as a very normal, like normal and loving sexual relationships, mm-hmm. where it was just very boring, like not and nothing against, and they're all great, but just kind of like just regular sex with the same person, yeah, who was kind to me, mm-hmm. which, but I, to me, but the part that I was like, oh, but they're leaving an envelope of fucking money, yes, it made so, it an, just enough deviant and so that I could in, like so that I that part of my brain, but so that's a nice bridge, and so I'm like, can I carry that into quote like traditional dating? You know what I mean? And so far it's um like it is working and I'm trying to not jinx it. Yeah. And so it's fun to be where but I have still this thing where I'm like, if we're not fucking twenty four seven, do you even like me? And it has to be like, okay, first of all, fucking relax. Yeah, it's your your brain has been tied to the cert like if we're not doing this, it means we're not that into each other or the relationship isn't going well. Right. Yeah. I mean I have I have similar to that. Actually, basically what you were saying like if if there's no connection there if, if we're not doing it all the time i'm like what's wrong with me what's wrong with this I, I gotta move on instead of pushing through and going let me at least investigate a tiny bit more don't spend two months doing it i've done that and then at the end been like we gotta stop seeing each other and the other person is like what the fuck like i've been seeing you for two months like what what happened and it's like well i was trying to make this work and it didn't and now I just have to move on. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was uncomfortable. So I think you have to you have to know enough about yourself to go, all right, if we've been seeing each other consistently and I'm still not into it at all, at, or at least in this point, or not feeling good about it, then I should probably move on. Right. Because most of the time, as like as you know, 
when you're really attracted to someone, you don't think about it, which is nice. Right. Because we think about everything. You just go like, I gotta. That's that's the, that's it. Right. It's two words. I got to. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And so when you have that, it's great. And then when you – sometimes that can be found, you know. You, t- you probably had this too where you, you don't think you're that into someone and then you start talking to them and like – I mean, everyone's had it. Their person, you're like, oh shit, I'm really into you now. Right. And two hours ago, I was not attracted to you at all. And now I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And that's cool. Right. But- when it's an interesting thing too, as far as like with, um, to went to be with someone for like, you know, where it's been, you know, like a two month when you're going in like the two and three month period of like seeing the same person. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to be, but like, yeah, to, to like, to just kind of tread the waters of like, Okay, so we're not every time we see each other, we're not just like constantly fucking, yeah. Um, and because someone that I, you know, the the scheduling, so we're, we don't see each other on a super regular basis, and so it's just weird. But yeah. so, um, but yeah, to talk about being a psycho, I like I just fucking <laughs> lost my shit, and I was like, we were just like working and like took a nap, and I woke up, and I was like, the fact that I wasn't trying, he wasn't like trying to like rape me in my sleep. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm taking a shower, and I got in the shower, and I like turned the water, and I sobbed. Like auto, and I get in the shower, and he goes, "Were you crying in the shower?" And I'm like, "No." And he goes, "Okay, I can hear you, and it's fucking crazy sounding." Oh, I you was, were sobbing like out, like wailing. Oh, I was in the shower going like this, <gasps> <gasps> like that for probably like ten minutes. <laughs> and he's outside, like, what? What is happening? I walk right back now? in, and he's in the bedroom. He's laying in bed, and I goes, "Hey," and I'm like, "I go, hey," and he's like, "Were you crying in the shower?" And I'm like, "A little bit." And he goes. And I heard you like sobbing. He's like, "That's fucking intense." And we, what is going on? And wow. So did you? Aha! Uh-huh, we had uh, it. Well, it was good, good to have like a conversation as adults and be mm-hmm. like, "How do we like you know talk about this?" And because especially like because you have to go like, "Okay, so what is my part in this?" Like you were saying, because a lot mm-hmm. of times you can, if you're maybe you're not into someone or something's not working, you could be like, "Oh, but hold on!" Before I just blame you and walk away, like, what am I bringing to this? What am I projecting out of the situation? What of yeah. my baggage? And then once you like re- really address, like, okay, and be honest about, like, am I pu- pers- pushing this person away because of my own insecurities or because of whatever? Like, but once you can assess that and then take responsibility for what you're bringing to the situation, you can then find out, like, oh, I'm actually like not into you, so like. Yeah. Let's just be done here. For sure. Or it's like I'm letting this thing – sometimes for me it's been like, oh, I assumed you thought this or were trying to go this way and that was putting up a block. And then the other person was like, no, I wasn't like that at all. And you go, oh. Oh, okay. Well, then we can keep doing – yeah. It's like it's a lot of times you're, you're – I've been like I've been talking about this ad infinitum where I'm like you your brain is telling you a story. Your brain takes the world and it it spins a story as to what is happening and what everyone is doing and how they think about you and how they relate to you and everything. It's like how our brains are wired. So if you're telling yourself a story like this person like for me it's like oh wow, she's really into me. She wants to date. If I continue seeing her, I'm going to I'm probably not going to want to do that, and that's going to make her upset, and I don't want to hurt her, and that's not a good thing to do. I don't want to be a bad person, so I need to just fucking end this right now. Instead of being like – and I'll tell myself that story instead of going, so what are you you feeling? What do you want to do? And to have them be like, I'm good with what's going on right now. I could go more serious, but I'm not pushing for anything. And then you go, oh. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I I was telling myself that you 
you wanted me to make it official in a week. So right. So that's why I was that's why I was being weird, as you said. Yeah. And it's harder to do. I don't know. It is. Well, and then the other part of that too, and I do want to point out to the listeners, because don't think I'm not gonna call Dylan on his shit right now. I love <laughs> most people in relationships or insecurities are just like, I'm not good enough, like I'm not attractive enough, or I need to lose weight, or but uh-huh. I'm just not lovable and they're gonna leave me. But Dylan's like, Ugh, I have this, you know, the, you guys get it, right? This mental block where every person I meet, I'm like, they everybody loves me. And they just want to be with me. No, no, no. <laughs> what they, all these, all that... these, all these whores are trying to lock me down because I'm such a catch. You guys get it, right? No, How like I, you're plagued I, by I by self confidence. Listen, I know it would sound like that, but and, the, and my, you know, you you create your own uh, world and your own belief system. Yeah, dude, and it's my, my, yeah, it's ego. It's fucking. Yeah, and 100%. my brain is telling me. You guys probably fully understand this, right? My brain is telling me that just like I'm so dope. I'm so dope. No, I know <laughs> I'm not. So that's the other thing where I'm like, they're going to find out that I suck. So I should also end this. Yeah. Now, even if he's not telling the truth, that's a nice thing to say because now you just made everybody feel more comfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. There's no. If I was confident, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I wouldn't be having cameras on me. Oh, my God. And me be talking to random people out there. <laughs> There's no confidence here. Of course. Oh, that's so great. That's you so know? true. Yeah, there's no if. Oh my no. Oh my god. Way you know it's it and me even admitting that I still like I'll hear that and go yeah dude it's not about it's it's not me thinking like I'm the shit it's me being like oh I've I don't want to let them down because I already know like I'm gonna ruin it it's all about like how I have like the complex of you're a piece I have the you're a piece of shit complex most comics have it like you're a piece of shit complex you're gonna fuck it up right so you might as well like get out of it now yeah it's not like. Dude, I'm the man, and every girl wants to deep throat me. Okay, so and like deep throat, deep throat me like for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives. By the way, yeah, I know how most married people they don't give BJ's, but I, my girl, she wants to do it every day when I walk home. Opens a beer, pours it out because I don't drink, and then she blows me on the lazy boy. No, that's a great visual of just like an 82 year old woman. You walk back from like your physical therapy, I'm like Harvey Weinstein with the phone. Yeah, you got your walker. This old lady just opens a beer and just dumps it on yeah. the carpet. She's like, starts sucking your exactly. dick. Exactly. Here we go. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's indents in the ground from her knees being in the exact same spot every, every single day. Yes. Oh God! Somebody but, draw that cartoon. That's a that's, that's a, a great funny. Cartoon. It's a great cartoon. That is. <laughs> but I know. Yeah. But I know what yours. I don't even know how we got. To, oh, the 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 talking it out. Do you? Yeah. Um, do you, because. You're like you're a professional comic. You're very fun. Like you're number one, you're a fun hang. Number two, being a comic, you know how to be entertaining. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like even with someone that you're dating or with someone that you meet, most of the time you know how to make the conversation fun or to be funny or to like we have all these personalities and these things about us that we build up, plus the energy that you have. So like when you're you're thinking a thousand points a minute so you're like call back blah but you're doing all this stuff right do you find that it's hard for you to kind of let that all go away and then be super real with the person that you're dating and go like here's my shit or like here's what i'm scared about because you're so much usually just blah, 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 funny 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 um honestly no i find the opposite i find it's a very nice release to be like mm. oh fucking thank god i don't have to listen to everything you say and like have a witty comeback like yeah obviously like we're naturally funny so like i we naturally will that's how we are in conversation yeah but i i actually i revel 
in being like, I just can't wait to cry in a fucking shower. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I just want to lay down and just like and be normal and like have a real conversation. Mm-hmm. And and that's the same like with acting. Like so those are some things I love about acting. And even with like doing a podcast like this, which is fun because like we're being funny, but also like yeah. to just having a real conversation. Because yeah. and humor, which obviously like come to shows, we're very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a defense mechanism. Hundred percent. We all learned it to it's either it's either I want to be liked, so let me do it, or people I assume people don't like me, so let me like let me make fun of myself before they make fun of me. Or like, right. yeah, it's all just about yeah, defense, defense, defense. And so then when you're doing that as a defense mechanism, well, it's it still is good because then it's also like a great skill and and people love comedy and it's mm-hmm. beneficial. It can get a little bit too much for me at least when I'm doing it all the time. It's tiring, and especially like, and it's great and I'm grateful and I love it, but like. I'm doing more shows. I'm now I have a second podcast. I'm doing so I'm I have a lot more work. So there's a lot more of my day where it's me talking and being quote like on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that when I'm done, I'm like, I fucking I don't wanna I can't I, I can't possibly make a call back. Can we just sit down and like eat dinner and like Oh for sure. And to have and I find that the communication thing is really interesting be even with friends, because I spend so much of my life where you're like where, like you said, you're, you're, you're like you're trying to guess what the other person's gonna say, and then there's this weird thing of like where it's like lame, and it takes the romance mm. out of, especially. I don't think just in a romantic relationship, but even like friendships, just like life in general. There's something where it feels like very lame to be like, like you said with reading the self help book. When you start reading, it, you're like, this is dumb. This is whatever. Yeah. Like to have a conversation with your friends, if they say something shitty or you feel like there's a weird tension, it's uncomfortable and it seems cheesy to be like, hey, how are you feeling? Or is everything okay? Yeah, like it what's feels, going on? Yeah, it feels like, oh, God, gross, barf. What am I, like on a yeah, Canadian it's like nothing, you team pussy. Show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing's going on. <laughs> right. And even, and like chicks are will be like that, but then also. Girls are much better about it. I think because, I mean, because they feel right. harder than guys do. Yeah. And then, but they're also, women can then be, I think, can be more passive aggressive with each other. And then they don't mention that because they're trying to be like, well, I don't want to seem like I'm not cool. And I'm not one of like the cool bitchy girls. Exactly. So there's that. But then I, and, it, and then in relationships, there's a lot of, um, like there's so many books that tell specifically that tell women, like mm-hmm. if you want to get a guy to like you, here's what you do. Don't text him. Wait for him to text you. Like be aloof and don't let people know that you like them. And I understand that that like kind of works in a nagging situation. It works in the beginning. Right. It, it will get a guy into chase mode. Right. For sure. I'm not sure about how long it's going to last though. No. In a, in like in a dating, dating relationship, it's like you got to let that shit kind of go once you're like we like each other and then it's like okay so then can we be nice yeah can i just text you when i want to right and answer can i not get a text from you and then go i have to answer in 20 minutes you know it's like it's fuck that's the craziest shit and we i mean i do it i do it all the time it's like and we've trained yourself because we know that there's been times when you do answer immediately that all of a sudden you're like Oh, they kind of lost. They lost interest. You have to be. It's so. It's fr- it's so frustrating. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. And, and there'll be times where yeah, where to to like, get a text and then just like put my phone down mm-hmm. and just sit there and just like be, be. And when you're like and pretend to not be thinking about it the entire time. Right. You just put the phone down and it's like, they can just fucking wait. It's like, yeah. Why are you mad? Yeah, yeah. What are you? 
Nothing. Someone said, hey, how's your day? And it's like, oh, you haven't texted me back for four hours? Well, let's see how you fucking like it. It's like, they were probably doing something. That, oh, that's what, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, when, when someone doesn't text me now, I, I don't get mad about it because there's been so many times that I've purposefully not messaged back because I wouldn't get anything done. Right. But yeah, and it's also like, you're mad because you like them and you're scared about it and you're scared that they aren't going to like you. It's like, the madness is all from that fear, dude. And it's the fear, and... I don't know if you embrace it and you just go like fuck it. Sometimes it's not going to work, but then maybe you'll you'll then you're going to find the person that actually is down with it. Right. Because you like it almost never happens, but whenever a girl is like, "What are you doing this week? Like we should hang out." I'm like, "Hell yes." That's like thank you for make like thank you Makes for at least easier. like trying. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're in, in a reasonable way you're like oh not only making life easier it's like oh, okay well at least i now i have to i don't have to wonder is she into me or not like consistently it's like right. okay she's giving me the sign now let's do it i no longer have to like because for guys at least it feels like a lot of it is well maybe if you're confident it's not this but uh when you're confident <laughs> it's how do i prove to her that she should like me do you know what i mean Ah. How do I get her to like me? Interesting. Yeah, I never go into any. And listen, I'm not a bitch, all right? I get pussy. <laughs> he gets so much pussy? <laughs> no, uh, I don't ever, almost ever go into a conversation like, uh, I'm getting better about it now, but it's like almost never go into a dating situation with like, they're gonna like me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I go into it with like, how can I, like, let me prove to this girl that she she should want to sleep with me. Or let me prove to this girl that she should want to see me again. I mean, I think a lot of guys go into it like that. Let me and girls probably go into dates like that as well, too. But like for guys, especially because it's so much the girl like heterosexual relationships, when I don't want to disclude any of the, you know, non-binary, whatever you are, right? For like most of the dating heterosexually, it's like the girl's got what the guy wants. The guy's trying to, mm-hmm. and the girl, she's got the keys, you know? So the guy's trying to say, what, like, how do I show you that you should trust me to unlock? Like, how do I show you that you should let me in? That's, like, what the game is a lot of times. Right. So for guys, it feels like, how do I prove to her, you know? Right. So that's been my mindset for a while, even though not, it's not healthy either. Even though yeah. he gets tons of pussy. Even though, dude, I lay it down. All right. <laughs> In three minutes or less. Okay. <laughs> Let's say first date, two minutes. Second, four. If you still see me, we're getting to six to eight, dude. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> so you're getting to six to eight. And guess what? I'm going to ask you, how did I make you come? All right. And that <laughs> is because I'm a 21st century man. Okay. You gotta. You ask. You gotta. I don't ask, but I'm like, I, I, I say, what do you need me to do? Okay. I do it like that. I mean, I try to you try to be sexy about it, but like yeah. also, hey man, you guys all got you you all have one button, but it, for every single one of you, it works differently. Right. So you got to give me some give me. I've said this before. Give me a manual, okay? Give me an IKEA give me an IKEA <laughs> manual. Tell me how to get there, and then we're great. All right. You need to bring your vibe. Fucking bring that shit. Whatever you want. Just I want it. Because also, then I'm going to feel less insecure about not pleasing you and thinking you're going to talk shit about me. Because that's also kind of in the back of my mind, all right? But hey, what? I mean, I do love that this is like, look, I'll talk about your clit. I'll talk about how you like your orgasms. We can talk about that all day. In fact, I prefer if you bring me a diagram (laughs) before the date. Let's let's map that out before we have our first drink. Exactly. But if I have a little bit of insecurity, if you think I'm talking about my feelings like a fucking loser. bitch, no. 
There's no way. Dude, feelings do not exist. They were created by the Illuminati, all right? They're not real. Guys, we don't have them. I don't have feelings until I have a soy burger. Then all of a sudden I start crying and then I go, no more soy. You know, that's... Yeah. That's what it is. You're like, I'll find your clip before you find my feelings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of buttons to get in there, okay? Those feelings aren't coming out anytime soon. And if you think you're going to fix me, you might, but probably not, okay? because yeah, I already made up my mind years ago, <laughs> Oh, bitch. yeah. You don't know the girl that fucking closed that box. And it's been closed a long time. It's Becky. He's back. Oh, God. I was six years old, and that bitch. <laughs> I tried to get her. I tried to give her one of my crayons, and she said no. And then I swore off women for the rest. I of the swear world. to God, it's always some weird, shitty childhood trauma. That one little thing that triggers, and it's like you're the rest of your brain. You would then have to like undo that shit later in life. Oh yeah, I mean, after like <laughs> one from one to eighteen is so formative, and then from eighteen to thirty six, you're just trying to undo. All the shit that happened to you for the first 18 years. Yeah, just like untangling like a necklace. You're like, You're fuck, like, oh, fuck, 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 yeah, shit, oh, Jesus. Oh, there's another knot in there? Fuck. You're like, wait, oh my. Do I need scissors? Okay, I got to buy scissors, aka a therapist. And right. they're going like, to they're, they're gonna get in there. Okay, let me try some drugs. Uh, the drugs, they help a little bit, but right. not real. Okay, back to the th- Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a great analogy, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But we did it together, We by did the that way. together. You know? That was great. Much like when you have great sex, you do it together Together. okay (laughs) guy on guy (laughs) two dicks (laughs) this also is not dissimilar to the weird 5 a.m uh dirty talk you're right dirty talk soft penis dry 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 puss puss. nothing like oh man dry dry puss it's the worst and it hurts probably right well nothing hurt because there was nothing to go in there it wasn't it wasn't dry like it wasn't cracked like no no i know what you mean but it's dry enough that like Look, if you're going to – now, I've been there. If you're going to try and slip in a half-hard dick, that, that shit's got to be the opposite of dry. It's got to – it's got to – that runway's right. got to be lubed up, baby. Right. All right? Well, but that thing is we didn't even tr- – like we were talking about all the things we were going to do and then we just mm-hmm. kind of like tried and we were like – we were both like, well, this is – we're both self-aware adults. And we're very open about our feelings. But just – I will say that if you're young and you're listening – Great tip. If you'd like, I find it, it's very freeing to be like, I feel this way. Oh, yeah. And once you identify it and let it out, it just makes life a lot easier. But, you know, in like emotional situations, like when you're crying in the shower or at five in the morning when you're all fucked up on drugs and you're like crying in the shower. But did did it help the relationship? I think so. I'm feeling it did probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's those only two options. It either like makes you guys a lot closer or the dude's like. I'm bailing out of this plane right. right now, which both of them I would say are good because either you find a guy that is willing to deal with that or you're like, this dude is a boy and I don't want to deal with him anymore. Right. Because I do think of that as, or you know what? I won't even judge him as because maybe he's just like, I- I'm not ready for this, whatever. You know? Right. But you have to, if someone is like having a, rea- a reaction, you have to be there as a person. You right. Know? He was like, yo, emotions from you? <laughs> Not my thing, man. I'm out. Yeah, I cried the first night that I met him. So he's fucking on board. And oh, he knows it. He's a, he's, he's, oh, sorry, hit the mic. He's are you, down. Are you a big crier? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I expected that, but I, cry. I, I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cry. You're like, I'm going to cry for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? I love crying. And I know it sounds, it's like an orgasm for your face. It's no, com- it is. I really, it's such a nice release. I like getting angry. Yeah. See, I see I'm not a mad person, but I'm a big crier. But I'm not a rage. I'm a, like, just anger is energy and I get it out and then, like, that's it. Like, something happens to me and I'm like, 
dude, what, like just scream at a car and then I'm good. That's yeah. see, and that honestly, like, and again, uh, and I love the, the people deal with their emotions in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I know on the surface, when people bottle their emotions, it seems like they're the more together people. And people like you who scream in a car, me who goes in the shower and just fucking stops for 10 minutes. And then it's like, what's going on? And I'm like, well, this and this, this. And then he goes, okay. And then you address those issues and have a conversation. And then we go, okay, well, this was a misunderstanding. And let's talk about this. Yes. And then it's fucking fine. It's fine. Um, You know, and then 15 minutes later, we're like making tater tots. So it's like not a big, it's not the end of the world. Yes. But the thing is like. Where people will look at people like us that express the emotion, like, I feel it and fucking go there 110% mm-hmm. because it's easier to get it out of my body Yeah, and be like, okay, now I can look at it and see it for what it is versus when you hold it in and you don't tell anyone, it just kind of sits in like in the pit of your stomach and in the back of your brain and it joins that other chorus line of shitty things that and you're saying festers and, and then, it becomes real. Yeah, or it becomes like some kind of... What's it called? Um, it's like a shame like manifested spiral. pain too. Yeah. Or like sometimes people, you know, they're like my hip hurts and their hips hurt it hurt for ten years and then all of a sudden they admit that they're unhappy in their marriage and they need to get out and then all of a sudden they're like my hip works now. Yeah. And like oh. Oh, that's like that's real. You have divorce hip. Okay. Right. Yeah. You yeah, need yeah. To, yeah. 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 You need to get rid of it and right. all of a sudden you don't need your hip replaced. Right. Yeah. No, or, it's a it's a totally real thing and so. Yeah, that's and if we can encourage anything else, and you look a little bit more psychotic, but to just like these crazy people running around New York, have it, they have it down. Oh, dude! I, sometimes they, I see crazy people on the train, and I'm like, I'm so jealous of you. They just scream and yell and talk to themselves. Exactly. They're just eating. I saw a guy. Oh man, it was like eight years ago. I saw a guy, headphones on. By the way, not connected to anything. Fucking <laughs> yes. Headphones on, just eating trail mix out of a bag like an animal just bah, 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 bah. having a conversation with someone that wasn't there and i go that guy is the sanest person on this train right now because he's like i don't give a shit i'm having a great conversation i'm eating i got music in my own head i'm good i don't give a shit about any of you guys i'm not thinking what are they thinking about me i don't even care i'm having this conversation i'm good i was like that guy he's found the key yeah. he's found the key i do want to say this is a weird <laughs> this is kind of an uncomfortable thing to bring up because i thought it was going to be uncomfortable talking about when i texted you t- uh-huh. to fuck i know earlier you said you've never seen me with short hair yeah <laughs> that person you're describing on the train <laughs> that man <laughs> eating trail mix <laughs> that was me that was funny. <laughs> so you have you have seen me with have short hair. <laughs> and, and that was when i was most attracted to you and wow if only you had <laughs> Texted me at that moment. <laughs> I would have fucked her on the train at that moment. I'd be like, let's do it. <laughs> Look, we got two options. We can fuck or eat snacks. What do you want to do? And you're like, both. <laughs> Just eating trail mix going on both of our bodies. Oh my God. I've never eaten during have you ever eaten during sex? Oh, uh, I'm sure I have. I feel like it could be kind of like debaucherously hot. If you're just like, you know, shoving donuts oh, no, I have. in your face. Oh, I have. And, Peanut MMs. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I had to really think about that. Peanut M&M's. hundred percent. Yes. Of all the things. Okay. That seems like a choking hazard. Yeah. Well, I mean, if se- well, sex, if sex isn't a choking I was, hazard, I was like, are you <laughs> even really having, are you sex? Really having sex? If you're not in danger of dying, are you even <laughs> having it, a good time? Is it, is it fun? Cause it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. We had peanut M&M's. This was this guy one time. I was fucking this guy. We had peanut M&M's by the bed. Mm-hmm. And then I was on top. And as I was, as I was like, like getting ready to come, uh-huh. I felt something like touch the outside of my calf, and I looked. It was like green peanut M M&M and M rolled down and touched my leg, and I was like, 
and we're, you know, and we'd known each other for a while. So uh-huh. then we were like fucking and I picked it up and I put it in my mouth and he thought, and we both started laughing. Nice. And we just kept fucking. Oh yeah, for sure. But I was like, I, I'm not going to not eat. Yeah. It's it, right there. This was sent to me. It was, it rolled down. Yeah. From the pillow or the fuck he was hiding these M&Ms. Yeah. And I was like, I found your M&M and you tried to hide from me, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> was he eating it while you guys were? No, but maybe it was just like save for later. Because mm-hmm. I eat all I I eat an M and M's. That's my fucking oh, you sugar too. They're yeah. so good. They are really good. Fuck, I know. I kind of want some now. I know. I used to love peanut M and M's, and then like sour candy. I loved. Yeah. Like sour strips, sour straw, all that stuff. Sour Patch Kids, those so, are great. Yeah, my brothers love. I don't like the te- the consistency of Sour Patch Kids, but I can appreciate the sourness of them. But like, I used to love Warheads. Do you ever have warheads? They're like they're just little hard candies that are just super sour. Oh no! See, I don't like the hard candies. I had well, I wouldn't care. Like I would just like just leave like leave them in my mouth. I was trying not to say suck on them, but fuck it. I I, I would just suck on them until like they the sourness would go away. But I remember one time I had so many that it split my tongue. And cause, and I know that because someone was like, dude, your tongue is bleeding. And I was like, what? And it was because I'd eaten so many warheads. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how much I love, I love sour shit. And that's my masochism is splitting my tongue open. That's <laughs> fucking wild. Right? Like the lizard tongue. You naturally yes. Have you, have, you, have you ever like had sex with someone that was just completely out there with looks like that or no? Like lizard tongue, crazy piercings, tattoo on their dick i don't, I don't think so not a crazy no no, no yeah. honestly me neither but yeah. i was like maybe one day has. no and i don't have any tattoos myself that's always a surprise to people why not uh i just said i can't commit i mean yeah i'm basically the same way like i always think i'm like that'd be cool and i'm like mm, but what if i change my mind i think you know what it is i think it's the, you're like i know how add i am i get sick of something in a week yeah i'm gonna get sick of the tattoo right honestly the only time i've ever i've been like maybe uh you know Unfortunately, if someone like passes away, maybe that. But besides that, there's never been anything. I love them on other people, though. I think they're great. I think they're really I cool. I think they're cool as, f- as I almost yeah. said cool as fuck. And then I was like, you don't need to say the F word. And then I was, I tried to switch to shit. And I just. <laughs> and you like, and you just said it anyway. And I just fucked the shit. Hell yeah. Out dude. of that sentence. Um, you know, I think they're really cool on other people. I just, I'm like, what would I even do? You know, like, I, I can't. Plus, I don't like, I like, um, I'm a minimalist. <laughs> Like honestly, then I'm, it's like, well, what if the sounds are like, what if it doesn't go with what I'm wearing? Like, I like to wear. Wow, I've never thought about that. Yeah, I like to wear like neutral. I like a lot of plain, mm-hmm. boring, and then with like a pop of color. But I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a better way to. You know, Larry David said that he was like, wear one thing that's expensive or like flashy, and then everything else should be um, pretty neutral and fine. Right? Because I guess his, uh, I think his dad. I think his dad wa- worked in the, um, not the fashion district, the garment district. Uh, and so, like, he was a tailor or something. And mm. so he got his fashion advice from from him. And I honestly kind of agree. I don't like wearing a lot of flash. Like, I used to like, I still have some shoes. Like, if I, if there's anything I'm going to wear that might be flashy, it'll be, like, a shoes or, like, a sweater or maybe a beanie. But nothing, it's never anything insane. I don't no. really, it's like, I don't want to call attention to me. Unless I'm doing it, I guess, with my voice or like my body. You right. know? I don't care about the Your voice or your body. Well, body because I'm just a giant. 
Okay. And voice, I, just, I, just, I don't know why I had this visual of you doing like like Adita Von T's like strip. You know, you know, I don't if I'm using my voice or my body. Like, what the fuck are you like doing I'm with some your artist, body? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I meant body just by the fact that I'm a giant human. But I also, but I, but I understand that too. That's I like to wear like um, neutral colors. But then I, but I also again voice mm-hmm. or body if I'm going out. Like I do enjoy like you know like again mostly neutral colors, but a real fucking slutty. Ooh, yeah. You know, or just something where you like can show. What if I? Yeah, I guess. I guess I also like to use my body, unless I'm just working my body. Use your body. <laughs> really get really breathy in there. Just use your body. You say, yeah. You know what you sound like? You sound like any movement teacher in any acting school. Guys, today we're gonna learn how to use our bodies for expressing emotion because that's where emotion comes from. That's where it comes from. So now what yeah. we're going to do, if we, if we're, we're going to have Dylan's going to come up and we're going to work on his divorce hip. Okay, so Dylan. <laughs> so, so everyone, get in line. He's going to sit in this lazy boy and you guys are all going to blow him. Okay. <laughs> and that'll, and when his hip pops, you guys have fixed him. Okay. But until then, right. keep going. All right. <laughs> and someone, I need someone to hold the spigot. We've got to let this whole keg run out. He does not drink, but he needs the sound of beer. He needs to sound a beard to feel like it's wasting. He needs to feel wasteful because if not, it's not going to work. Oh. Oh, oh, man. There are like three different cartoons I feel like your listeners need to draw. I, I yeah. like this. I like this Divorce Hip Dylan character. Mm, yeah. It's just a hit. That's just, yeah. Just, oh, man. Divorce Hip Dylan. A divorce Hip Yeah, the D. The, the double D. Yeah. Is this is actually on my podcast, I Love You, Please Stop, the new one that I'm doing. I do. Mm-hmm. We do like weekly challenges. Okay. Because it's 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 honestly like li- I listen to your episode of your podcast and I'm like mm-hmm. oh it's the same it's like the it, it's if, first of all every podcast is the fucking same thing yeah you guys are listening because you just you we like hanging out with you exactly. you like hanging out with you us. like us you like people and we ask questions that you probably were asking that you wanted to know yeah most podcasts it's like either a good conversation people being dumb and goofy the entire time or I mean true crime it's like those three are right. all they are and i'm i'm interested in the first two honestly the true crime and i try to get into the educational ones and a lot of times it's just boring uh you yeah know? i'm it's... out of school for a reason <laughs> i failed school for a reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so uh please what is it please don't stop it's called i love you please stop oh, I, love you. I love please don't stop is what i say to my lovers <laughs> exactly Please don't stop. Please don't stop. <laughs> and I've heard that too many times. I've been like, I'm sorry, it's coming. <laughs> it's, it's, nothing I can do about it. They're like, please don't stop. Please don't yeah, yeah, stop. Please don't. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, I know you said to slow down, but I'm sorry. The train has left the station. <laughs> I love you. Please stop. Um, can either sound very sweet or horrific. Yes. That's what I love about it. Well, it's something that I say to my cat um, all the time. When he tries to poke me in the morning, uh-huh. he'd like stab my face and I have to go, I love you, but please stop. Because I don't want to be mean because he's a cat. Mm-hmm. So I want to, but I also want him to knock the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. almost like, it's like, hey, I need to remind you, I could kill you. Right. It's like, just, 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 I never will. Yeah. But know your place. It's, you know? A, it's a really, it's a great phrase. And then I started saying it to myself because I was like, oh, I can do this uh, to myself where I was doing all those thought- yeah, self-destructive dude. behaviors. Yes. And like, I thought about like, you know, friends with addiction where you're like, it's, so it can be like, it's a phrase that is like a funny, silly thing to say. But it's, it's probably helpful for relationships. Yeah. I mean, saying I love you to yourself is like the, the comic side of you comes out and is like, never say it. But I remember I was listening to someone talk about 
looking in the mirror and saying I love you to yourself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it, it it will invoke a reaction and, or evoking a reaction and is something you should be able to do very easily. Right. And after I heard him say that, I went to the mirror and it took me like, took me longer than a minute to like get it out. I oh, was, yeah. I was like, nah, like it's not easy, but you, it's, you should, anyone listening should try that because it will, it's going to reveal to you no matter what, how you feel about yourself. And also once you do it the first time, it's easier after that, but it's a, it's interesting how we treat ourselves in our own head. Right. Really. Yeah. No, it's wild. And to uncover that stuff for myself in the last year, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, let me start. Because I started working on a book, putting okay. together a book um, that now I, it's nice that just, it was kind of piecing it together. And now, and then I presented the idea of the book with mm-hmm. the same title and the podcast. And um, I had some people be like, let's do it all at the same time. So I'm like, oh, that's really smart. So I was like, let's do it. So that's the podcast is. Where I do 20 minutes up top, just kind of whatever, and mm-hmm. then I answer questions, um, like listener questions, and then we have a guest come in to talk about it. You have to come and do it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I would um, love to. It's so interesting. The episodes we've had so far, like just different types of self-sabotage that people do, and uh, just and or uh, just so many different conversations. Um, and one, someone came on, and she was like, this is what I think my issue is, and we started talking about it, and like 15 minutes in, mm-hmm. and I'm not a therapist. I just was asking questions. Yeah. Like, but do you think the cause of, and she was like, and she, like her mind, she blew her own mind. She's like, stop breaking what I thought my reality was. Yeah. yeah. She was like, no, this is my thing. I'm like, do you think it maybe has to do with this part of your childhood that you just mentioned, which sounded horrific, but you kind of like little things that we blow off as nothing. Mm-hmm. And we both stopped and like started crying. And she's, I saw her the other day and she's like, I cannot stop. I like, I'm going to therapy after that. So it's. Yeah. So um, it's a fun show, but we do weekly challenges and give homework. So I didn't. I'm like taking over your show, and I'm like, you guys have homework. Draw cartoons of Dylan exactly getting blowjobs <laughs> by a dance class with beer <laughs> with a with a messed up hip. Okay, <laughs> remember that. And one of them's got to have a scrunchie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, love it. <laughs> Blowjob with a scrunchie. Um, <laughs> fuck. What was I gonna say? You took oh self sabotage. That's the thing that everyone does it, and you need to know what yours is mm-hmm. because until you realize it like i'll talk about it with you on your shit but like i've realized that that mine is um not focusing on things that i'm good at like if i know i'm good at something i'll put no time into it and instead i will focus on the thing that i'm not good at because i want to prove that i can get good at it interesting and it really has screwed me up with stand-up because if I do a joke and it works, v- very um, oxymoronic, or that's not the right word, like whatever the counterintuitive. Counterintuitive. There we go. Counterintuitively, <coughs> I will go, um, okay, th- let me work on this one that almost never works. Instead of doing that joke 50 times and making it a lot better, I'll focus on the one that's not doing well because I'm like, no, no, but I got I to make this one work. You realize that's the exact same way that you describe dealing with chicks. That's exactly what you just described, what you do with jokes. You meet a chick, you're like, she's into it, it's mm-hmm. great, and then we fuck, and then as soon as done, there's a letdown of like, oh, God, and I just can't, and I want her to leave, but if another chick came over, I'd be like, oh, let me try that one. That's exactly yeah, what you described. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, and it's something that I've now been like, okay, I got to stop. It's what it is. I'm like, I got to stop doing that, which is why I've – it's hard for me with stand-up because – it's also different with, with, with stand-up because it's like – 
you, you know what it's like when you have a new, a new joke and it works well, it feels great. And then when you start doing that joke over and over again, there's a point where like it dips and kind of gets bad for a little bit because you're like doing it so much mm-hmm. and you're like trying to figure out the wording and and how to say it. And then when you push through it, it like gets funny again. Right. But so I've sometimes gotten to the dip and been like, ah, never mind. You know, I'll go to the one that's already bad and then it'll like get better. And then, I mean, it's similar with chicks. No, oh, no. this is what we are talking about. You, I, as soon as we're done recording, I'm oh, going to sure. schedule you and you're doing my pod, my show because uh, that's fucking so my brain is exploding and i want to be like well but i'm like i'm like okay we've been recording farting a long time yes. and i want to save this for my show so you i'm giving, we're recording farting for long- we're recording fart we've already been recording for a long time i probably said recording farting i personally have this is my fifth hour of podcasting today, today. yeah oh my god okay we got to my brain is like fading so okay. yeah i probably did say we've been record farting we've been, record- <laughs> we've been pussy gang farting we've, been pussy, gang we've fart- been pussy farting for about an hour and a half yeah i've been either podcasting or listening to my myself podcast i'm like oh yeah that is yeah when you listen to yourself podcast for a while and you're like did i just say like the exact same thing yeah yeah it's like oh, pussy farts, so. and i am responding to this text here's an example mm-hmm. if it's someone i'm dating i don't know why i looked at the camera like so here's a little secret <laughs> if I'm, I'm not telling dylan but i'll tell you if i'm fucking you <laughs> i will wait 15 to 20 minutes uh-huh. minimum if you're a booker from a club, I will get back to you before you finish. I'll see if the bubbles go, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> but that's okay. But that makes perfect sense. Hey, can you do this spot? Yes, I can. Yep. And these are fucking great. Hey, guess what? When does this episode come out? <laughs> right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week. Great. Um, Friday, next Wednesday. Great. Friday the 13th. I'm at New York Comedy Club. <laughs> Beautiful. Yep. Great. Hey, text her back and be like, book Dylan once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and send a picture. Be like, okay, I will. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Awesome. Friday the, fir- Friday the 13th. Uh, Wendy will be at New York yeah. Comedy Club. Oh, you know what else? Oh, this comes out on Wednesday. And yes. I, I, actually, yeah, let me plug this. So my new podcast, I Love mm-hmm. You, Please Stop, obviously that and the Pussy Fart Gang. I've said mm-hmm. those enough times, so check those Everyone out, whatever. Um, on the 12th mm-hmm. of, so Thursday, the day after this comes out, yep. here in New York, we're doing a launch party. Okay. For I Love You, Please Stop. Yeah. And we've got, um, so we're doing, a, it's a live stand-up show and like storytelling podcasting thing. And it's at Gold Bar. Cool. Downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gold Bar's, it's like, it's really cool. Yeah. It's one of those buildings where it looks like a warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got, it's like, we have Mayron Kagani, Christina Hutchinson, Mara Merrick. Yeah. You should come to that for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And we have a whole, because it's about like loving yourself. Mm-hmm. So we have this where you have like a professional like fashion shoot set up when you walk in. Cool. It's going to be fancy dress up party. So that's, we need to follow uh, your rules of only one flashy thing. You're right. I'll only, I'll wear black, black shirt, black jeans, and then leopard print shoes. <laughs> yes. I, that's what I wear. I have these fucking yeah. slutty python heels. I look like a New Jersey housewife Hell everywhere yeah. I go. It's my favorite, just big ass hair. Oh dude, get hit on so much probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, just by like dudes with mullets. Yes, yes. constantly, yeah, yeah. constantly. So Theo Vaughn, okay, cool. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's Theo Vaughn. That's, I was talking about with the, what was it? Vag, vag dripping? Vajip, yeah. Vajip, vag dripping. Vag dripping, that's, that's an STD. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. <laughs> or when you're really turned on. Right. Yeah. Either one. Either way. No, it might be both. Oh, it's still good. Who knows? Uh, what's your social for people listening? Um, so my Instagram, I'm most active on that is at WendyBird82, mm-hmm. W-E-N-D-I-B-I-R-D-82, and Twitter at Wendy Starling. Beautiful. Pussy Fart Gang, I love you. Please stop. Check out the show. Do it all. Check out her show. I'll be on it soon. And just, you know, guys, she's performing all over, so you will see her. Oh, uh, you're still doing Glamour Post, right? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, and is that once a month? Um, that's once a month. The next Glamour Puss is going to be, when this comes out, the next one will be April 17th. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, if you want to do it, you want to do All it. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. April 17th? Yep. Okay, yep. Perfect, it's Friday. Guys, so I'll be on that too. Yeah, so come to that. April 17th. Come and <laughs> Dylan's going to be on Glamour Puss. Yeah, and come, come to see Wendy and also come to see me, okay? Yeah. It'll be beautiful. Uh, and, you know, besides that, guys, remember, don't do drugs, but kind of do. I don't know. Wink, wink. Uh, we'll be doing enough ketamine for you. Uh, we will talk to you soon. See you later, psychos. Bye.